Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's recording. We thank you for August the 30th and the book of Job. And we thank you, Lord God, that you give us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Lord God, Lord, we thank you that we are sensitive to, the, to your voice that's in the air, Lord. And you protect us. You promise to protect us. You promise to be our, our pastor, our shepherd, Lord. And, and we consent, we acknowledge that we need your help in learning how, Lord. Lord, thank you for giving us ears to hear, Lord, your word, hear your voice, Lord, hear your Holy Spirit in direction. And give us eyes to see and hearts to receive and remember, Lord. You made us, Lord, like Psalm 119, to teach us how to learn, how to be corrected, how to understand, Lord. So you may be more useful, Lord, not only to ourselves, but to others, Lord God, in giving people direction, Lord. We thank you for this time, August the 30th. I'll go ahead and begin the reading. Job 34, verse 1. Amen. It says, Then Elihu said, Listen to me, you wise men. Pay attention, you who have knowledge. Job's, Job said, The ear tests the words it hears, just as the mouth distinguishes between foods. So let us discern for ourselves what is right. Let us learn together what is good. For Job also said, I am innocent, but God has taken away my rights. I am innocent, but they call me a liar. My suffering is incurable, though I have not sinned. Tell me, has there ever been a man like Job when his thirst for irreverent talk? <laughs> he chooses evil people as companions. He spends his time with wicked men. He has even said, why waste time trying to please God? Listen to me, you who have understanding. Everyone knows that God doesn't sin. The Almighty can do no wrong. He repays people according to their deeds. He treats people as they deserve. Truly, God will not do wrong. The Almighty will not twist justice. Did someone else put the world in his care? Who set the world whole world in its place. If God were to take back his spirit and withdraw his breath of life, all life would cease. All humanity would turn again to dust. Now listen to me if you are wise. Pay attention to what I say. Could God govern if he hated justice? Are you going to condemn the Almighty Judge? For he says to kings, you are wicked, and to nobles you are unjust. He doesn't care how great a person may be, and he pays no more attention to the rich than to the poor. He made them all. In a moment they die. In the middle of the night they pass away. The mighty are removed without human hand, for God watches how people live. He sees everything they do. No darkness is thick enough to hide the wicked from his eyes. We don't set the time when we when will we, we when we will come before God in judgment. 
He brings the mighty to ruin without asking anyone, and he sets up others in their place. He knows what they do, and in the night he overturns and destroys them. He strikes them down because they're wicked, doing it openly for all to see. For they turn away from following him. They have no respect for any of his ways. They cause the poor to cry out, catching God's attention. He hears the cries of the needy, but if he chooses to remain quiet, who can criticize him? When he hides his face, no one can find him, whether an individual or a nation. He prevents the godless from ruling so they cannot be a snare to the people. Why don't people say to God, I have sinned, but I will sin no more? Or I don't know what evil I have done, tell me. If I have done wrong, I will stop at once. Must God tailor his justice to your demands, but you have rejected him? The choice is yours, not mine. Go ahead, share your wisdom with us. After all, bright people will tell me, the wise people will hear me say. Job speaks out in ignorance. His words lack insight. Job, you deserve the maximum penalty for the wicked way you have talked. You have added rebellion to your sin. You show no respect and you speak many angry words against God. Then Elihu said, Do you think it is right for you to claim I am righteous before God? For you also ask, What's in it for me? What's the use of living a righteous life? I will answer you and all your friends too. Look up. Look up into the sky and see the clouds high above you. If you sin, how does that affect God? Even if you sin again and again, what effect will it have on Him? If you are good, is this some great gift to Him? What could you possibly give Him? Knowing your sins affect only people like yourself, and your good deeds also affect only humans. People cry out when they are oppressed. They groan beneath the power of the mighty. Yet they don't ask, Where is God, my Creator? The one who gives song in the night. Where is the one who makes us smarter than the animals and wiser than the birds of the sky? And when they cry out, God does not answer because of their pride. But it, it is wrong to say God doesn't listen, to say the Almighty isn't concerned. You say you can't see him, but he will bring justice if you will only wait. You say he doesn't respond to sinners with anger and is not greatly concerned about wickedness, but you are talking nonsense, Job. You have spoken like a fool. Elihu continues speaking. Let me go on and I will show you the truth, for I have not finished defending God. I will present profound arguments for the righteousness of my Creator. I am telling you nothing but the truth, for I am a man of great knowledge. God is mighty, but he does not despise anyone. He is mighty in both power and understanding. He does not let the wicked live, but give justice to the afflicted. He never takes his eyes off the innocent, but he sets them on thrones with kings and exalts them forever. If they are bound in chains and caught up in a web of trouble, he shows them the reason. 
he shows them their sins of pride, he gets their attention and commands that they turn from evil. If they listen and obey God, they will be blessed with prosperity throughout their lives. All their years will be pleasant. But if they refuse to listen to him, they will be killed by the sword and die from lack of understanding. For the godless are full of resentment even when he punishes them. They refuse to cry out for help. They die when they are young after wasting their lives in immoral living. But, but by means of their suffering, he rescues those who suffer. For he gets her attention through adversary. God is leading you away from danger, Job, to a place free from distress. He is setting your table with the best food. But you are obsessed with whatever the godless will be judged. Don't worry. Judgment and justice will be upheld. But watch out, or you may be seduced by wealth. Don't let yourself be bribed into sin. Call all your wealth or all your mighty efforts keep you from distress. Do not long for the cover cover of night, for that is when people will be destroyed. Be on guard, turn back from evil, for God sent the suffering to keep you from a life of evil. Look, God is all-powerful. Who is teacher like him? No one can tell him what to do or say to him, you have done wrong. Instead, glorify his mighty works, singing songs of praise. Everyone has seen these things, though only from a distance. Look, God is greater than we can understand. His years cannot be counted. He draws up the water vapor and the then distills it unto rain. The rain pours down from the clouds, and everyone benefits. Who can understand the spreading of the clouds and the thunder that rose forth from heaven? See how he spreads the lightning around him and how it lights up the depths of the sea. <clears throat> By these mighty acts, he nourishes the people, giving them food in abundance. He fills his hands with lightning bolts and hurls them at his targets. The thunder announces his presence. The storm announces his indignant anger. <laughs> Amen. Would you please read the uh, commentary before you... Okay, today's study, Job 34, 10 to 15. God doesn't sin and is never unjust. Elihu argued throughout this book. Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar, and Elihu all have elements of truth in their speeches. In fact, it's hard to find things to disagree with in what they say. Yet later, God rebukes Job's friends in anger. You have not spoken accurately about me. Wow. And Job 42, 7. This should cause us to stop and reflect. Although we might have a wealth of Bible knowledge and life experiences, we cannot always rightly understand the whole situation. We cannot understand everything about God. We can't even fully explain the complexities in your own world. In our own world. In our own world. But we do not need to despair. God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. 2 Peter 1.3 by His Word and His Spirit, we are fully equipped to do good, the good work God has given for us to do, 2 Timothy 3.17.
It's important to correct and encourage fellow believers toward greater faithfulness, but we must constantly temper our knowledge within love. 1 Corinthians 8, 1-3. You know, um, as you were reading that, it gave me time to uh, reflect on Proverbs 3, uh, where it says, uh, you know, don't let truth and faithfulness mercy, mercy forsake you. You know, this is the true way, and and really is 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 it's so true. I can have a lot of uh, book knowledge and AA, a lot of experience, but when I see a situation, I understand. I must give mercy, and compassion, and uh, faithfulness to you know. I must keep believing, I guess, in love. Um, as my it's it's a different it's a different realm. It's a spiritual. Untel- you can't touch these things that we have to operate in, you know, to, towards towards uh, things you can touch, like right. pe- you know, at, or people's actions. Right. So we walk by faith, not by sight. Yeah, that's a really good point because you know we're quick to judge somebody in their circumstance. We don't fully see all that is taking place in that life of that person that we wouldn't have all the understanding for that problem. Yeah. Even in our own problems. Okay. So then that leads me to say, okay, when we, but it says, but God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Amen. And it says that God is working together all things for good. Those are the two things that we need to speak out when we don't understand. Mm-hmm. And to have mercy on those who are going through the problem and not judge. You know, I just happened to open this this ancient Bible I have right here. It's mm-hmm. uh, Old King James and Old uh, Spanish uh, Reina Valadero. And it says, I opened it up Proverbs 3 8. It says, It shall be health to your navel and moral to thy bones. It says, honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruit of all your increase. And also, too, it could be of your understanding that you honor the Lord by giving compassion to somebody. You honor the Lord by giving them the benefit of the doubt. You honor the Lord by believing in, in, in truth for them when they can't believe it. So, so shall the barns be filled with plenty and your presses shall burst out with new wine. It says, My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, Proverbs 3, 11. Neither be weary of his correction, okay? That's where we, that's what we don't understand. For whom the Lord loveth, he corrected, and as a, even as a father, the son in whom delight. So this can be happening upon a person we're dealing with. Okay? Not necessarily us. We're counseling somebody, and you're telling them, Hey, don't, don't be chasing of the Lord. It says he corrects and he chastens right here. Those okay? he loves. Those who love as a son he loves. Whom the Lord loves. You know, when I chasten my kids, I chase them out of love. Not, not because, of, right, not yeah, that I was being embarrassed and so forth. Right. I, just, I, I just love them so much that I know that their conduct shouldn't be like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're better than that. Right, amen. And then it goes on to say, happiness is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. So there you go. There, there, there is wisdom and happiness in dealing with others, what situation we don't understand. Another thing, too, it says that, you know, people are held by the snares and cords of their past. Right. 
sins, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, the pornography or these games they play in shooting mm -hmm. each other, yeah. military games, uh, the, the movies they see, the people, that, the, the things that they allow for their imagination to be corrupt, and we're trying to deal with a holy atmosphere for them, you know, mm -hmm. and they got a pious face, and they're like, uh, but still, you know, like, you know, we have to say, hey, I believe in the Word of God. Amen. And you just have to go through it and, and thank God for the problem. Amen. You know, I like to sit here that all of his friends had some type of truth in their speeches, right? Uh-huh. And as you read, I, you know, I underline a couple things. Uh, in the beginning when Elihu says, uh, Yet they don't ask, where is my creator? People cry out when they're oppressed. They groan beneath the power of the mighty. Yet they don't ask, where is, where is God my creator? The one who gives songs in the night. Mm. Isn't that nice when God gives you a song in the night to battle with? To, you yeah, know, I, I know a couple times I, I haven't I had that in a long time where, he's, where the, the, the music comes. The Ron Canoli song, remember that? Uh, yeah, that is the Holy Spirit. My, not by my, but by your spirit. Yeah, when we hear it, we blast it. Oh, yeah. Or uh, he will keep you in perfect. So that's a song in the night that the Lord delivers to us. So that's, to me, that, that spoke. That's good um, warfare. Huh? Yeah. Um, and uh, he's just defending God. And, you know, um, so, I, I, and I, uh, this is a truth. This is a truth here in number 11. Um, and uh, let's see. I don't know where I'm at here. Let's see. 35.11. If they listen and obey God, they will be blessed with prosperity throughout their lives. That's what David Diego was just saying. You can hear God clearly when you yeah, obey. Yeah, 36, 11. Yeah, when they obey. When we when obey we listen God, listen obey. to his word and obey, then we'll he'll hear, hear him clearly and we will be blessed with prosperity throughout their lives. You know, prosperity means being at the right place at the right time so you're not in that car accident. You know, uh, the protection, prosperity, joy, peace, encouragement. Um, beautiful. Uh, and all their years will be pleasant. And the word pleasant is uh, happenings, good happenings. Yeah. And you derive happiness out of good happenings. Pleasant. Pleased. Yeah. And it's true, you know, it, it's, it, and all their years are pleasant, but if they refuse to listen to him, they will be killed by the sword and die from lack of understanding. But it says here, for the godless are full of resentment. Even when he punishes them. Yeah. They refuse to cry out for, yeah. to him for help. Yeah, which is the pride, right? Yeah. I can do this on my own. That's wonderful you said that, because yeah. that's, that's the difference between AAers. They cry out for him for help. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to cry out for help, I mean, there's another program, the bar over there. Mm -hmm. they, they'll, they, they have a program there, too. That Those guys don't cry out. But, you know, it's, it's you know, just take, even, even if saying the godless, you know, are full of resentment. Well, so are the godly at times, full mm -hmm. of resentment for the problem. Why is this happening to me? Well, or that family member did this to me? Or you know, you begin to have resentments in your heart, and we're not meant as human beings to carry those kind of burdens in our heart of yeah. resentments. You just made right another great point is that we uh, a believer can get his eyes off of the correction. Yeah, he can get his eyes off of the instructions. Mm -hmm. He can get off his eyes that God says, 
maybe not the devil bug but he says he loves those as a father he can claim him your father yes father but when he chases you and he corrects mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. you blame it on the devil right <laughs> <laughs> uh. let me look up that that verse in another translation see what the uh, Okay, go ahead, keep talking, I'll so, look it up. So that leads me to the next point, which you just kind of started to bring out, is when you do go through these trials and situations, and, and instead of asking God, why are you doing this to me? And it, and it could be not necessarily God chastening you. It could be an access to a door that was open on your own choice. Mm -hmm. So, you know, not being in the Word, understanding the Word, getting to know what God's plan is for your life. So... You know, the little doors open up to the enemy and he gets that access in. Mm -hmm. So now that you're in that problem, you got to cry out to God, like you said, but don't blame him for doing something. You know, he wants, he's a good father. He wants good things. You know, he's, he's got good plans for your life. He, he's working things out for good, no matter if the enemy, you know, like the word says that he turns all things you know, whatever's meant for evil from the enemy, he can make it for good for you. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is this is a very important point. Like I said, there's all these truths in here, and here's one of the truths in number uh, 11. See, I'm all the way down on 24. Uh, no, or 23. No one can tell him what to do or say to him, "You have done wrong." Instead, glorify his mighty works, singing songs of praise. Okay. Mm -hmm. In the problem, you glorify all the times he's come through for you. You thank him for all the times he's brought you out of situations. You begin to use the word, you know, Lord, I thank you that you're a God that's close, sticks with me closer than a brother. I thank you that you're not going to leave me nor forsake me. I thank you that no weapon used against me is going to... You start to speak out the word of God and, and, and thank you when I was in this situation, you protected me, you know. I wasn't even walking with you. Thank you, God, that, you know, I, I needed to have my debt cleared for my mortgage, and you did that for us at the time we didn't have any income, Lord. You qualified us. You moved the mountains for us. You moved up, us, obstacles out of our way so we can have a great life. But it says, you're glorifying his mighty works, singing songs of praise. Amen. Singing songs of praise. Right here in, uh, in the Amplified, Proverbs 3, it says, uh, My son, 3.11, do not reject or take lightly the discipline. All the translations, even the Message Bible says discipline of the Lord. Learn from your mistakes and the testing that comes from his correction through discipline. Mistakes and testing, there it is. Nor despise his rebuke or his reproof correction um, but let's just go down to where it started I started with 3.3 three, I believe it says uh, do not let mercy and kindness and truth leave you okay so now these this is a test if you can hang on to mercy and kindness and truth towards others when you're being kicked around by a situation and you're learning discipline okay so it's like you're having to do two things at one time <laughs> uh, you're learning from your mistakes and testing uh, you're you're being disciplined corrected or reproof at the same time you have to give out on the other side you have to dish back out 
kindness, mercy, and truth to others. And then you'll give, you know, let these qualities that says right here define you. Bind them securely around your neck. Do not let mercy, kindness, and truth leave you. Okay, they're, I believe that they're, they're, they're Holy Spirit angels that are hanging around with you with that kind of, uh, with that godly skill, mercy, kindness, and truth. Don't, they will leave if you act under the alcohol. Alcohol is mocking and unmerciful. Instead of these qualities define you, bind them securely around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart, so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. Okay, so there you go. It says, be, be confident and do this, and trust with all your heart. Be obedient. He's always asking us to be obedient and these tools that he's given us. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him. I thank you, Lord, I'm a misfit. And he will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. Remember I had that vision that you and I were walking uh -huh. down the road. And the Lord's hand was moving, the big hand, giant hand, was moving these great boulders that were wow. in our, he was removing them like this out of our way. Yeah. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord with reverent awe and obedience. There it is. And turn entirely away from evil. It will be held to your body, your moral, your nerves, your sinews, your muscles, and your inner parts. And refreshment, physical well-being to your bones. That's where the blood comes from. Physical well-being. Honor the Lord with your wealth and the first fruit of all your crops, income. Then, and then he tells you somehow how, how, to, how to feed. Honor the Lord, your wealth and your first fruit of all your crops. Then your barns will abundantly fill and your vast will overflow with new wine. My son, do not reject or take lightly the discipline of the Lord. Learn from your mistakes and the testing that comes from his correction through discipline. Nor despise his rebuke. Beautiful, huh? Amen. I really want to read it from one more, uh, the Good News Bible, uh, just 3, 3 11 again. Well, let me start chapter 3. Verse, Don't forget what I'm teaching you, my child. Always remember what I tell you to do. My teaching will give you a long and prosperous life. Never go of loyalty and faithfulness. Tie them around your neck, write them on your heart. If you do this, both God and people will be pleased with you. You're, you're using it against uh, the tool towards people. They will be pleased with you. And towards God. And God will be. So he's telling us what to use towards God and towards people. They will be pleased with us. We trust in the Lord with all our heart, not relying on what we think and know. Okay. We remember the Lord in everything you do, and he will show you the right way. Remember the Lord in everything you do. Never let yourself talk. Uh, from both sides of your mouth. <laughs> That's it, jump. Never let yourself think that you are wiser than you are. Simply obey the Lord and refuse to do wrong. If you do, it will be like good medicine, healing your wounds and easing your pains. Honor the Lord by making Him an offering from the best of all your lamb produces. If you do, your barns will be filled with grain and you will have too much wine to be able to store it all. Woohoo! When the Lord corrects you, my child, 
pay close attention and take it as a warning. The Lord corrects those He loves as parents correct a child whom they are proud of. Happy is any, anyone who becomes wise, who gains understanding. There is more profit in it than there is in silver. It is worth more to you than gold. Wisdom is more valuable than jewels. Nothing you can want can compare with it. Wisdom offers you a long life as well as wealth and honor. Wisdom can make your life pleasant and lead you safely through it. Those who become wise are happy. Wisdom will give them life. Amen. And then he goes to tell you where wisdom comes from. It just goes on and on. The Lord created the earth by his wisdom and by his knowledge. He set the skies in place. His wisdom causes rivers to flow and the clouds to give rain to the earth. Hold on to your wisdom and insight, my child. Never let them get away from you. They will provide you with life, a pleasant and happy life. You can go safely on your way and never even stumble. You will not be afraid when you go to bed and you will sleep soundly through the night. You will have no worry about sudden disasters such as coming the wicked like a storm. The Lord will keep you safe. He will not let you fall into a trap. Whenever you possibly can, do good to those who need it. Never tell your neighbors to wait until tomorrow if you can help them now. Don't plan anything that will hurt your neighbors. They live beside you, trusting you. Don't argue with others for no reason when they have never done you any harm. Don't be jealous of violent people or decide to act as they do. Because the Lord hates people who do evil, but he takes righteous people into his confidence. The Lord puts a curse on the homes of the wicked, but blesses the homes of the righteous. He has no use for conceited people, but shows favor to those who are humble. Wise people will gain an honorable reputation, but stupid people will only add to their own disgrace. Amen. Amen. Okay, honey, you're on. Okay. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 1 to uh, 12. Therefore, since God in his mercy has given us, Paul and his co-workers, this new way, we never give up. Okay, that's beautiful. We never give up. We, re we reject all shameful deeds and underhanded methods. We don't try to trick anyone or distort the Word of God. We tell the truth before God and all who are honest know this. If the good news we preach is hidden behind a veil, it's hidden only from people who are perishing. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. Okay, so religions who go around... Not yet. Okay, you see we don't go around preaching about ourselves. We preach that Jesus Christ is Lord, and we ourselves are your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, Let there be light in darkness, in the darkness, has made this light shine in our hearts, so we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are, are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. 
This makes it clear that we that our great power is from God, not ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we're not crushed. We're perplexed, but not driven to despair. We're hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we're not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus. <clears throat> death of Jesus, so that life of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus. So that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in eternal life for you. Amen. Okay, uh, I'm going to read the 2 Corinthians 4, 6 and 7. It says, the study. Paul takes his readers all the way back to the beginning, to the creation there God said, Let there be light, Genesis 1-3. By doing so, Paul reminds them of God's greatness and power. Then Paul compares God's creative work to the work he's doing in believers. With this light now shining in them, it is humbling. In contrast to God's work, Paul characterizes believers as fragile clay jars. They were common and easily broken, yet... In them is the light of God who spoke and created all things. Often we strive to dress well, smile, look good, and perform successfully. We don't want to be common or fragile. We aim to be strong and unique, but in doing so, we can make the mistake of veiling God's glory. Paul suggests that rather than hiding our flaws and brokenness, it can be the means for God to be seen in us. By relying on God's strength and power instead of your, our own, we make it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. Doing this is risky. Being vulnerable is scary. But God is strong and good. Our lives can become pictures of His strength and goodness if we become fragile clay jars. <laughs> what an explanation. Glad yeah. I read that. I really didn't understand that. Uh, go ahead, Anna. Yeah, um, I, I just like how he says we never give up. You know, um, we've got this new way, and it's Jesus. And no matter what we're up against, no matter any any you know persecution or whatever the trials, tribulations, we never give up. And we never um, give up. We never give never up. Never give up. Okay, uh, but uh -huh. you have to clarify that. He said, we don't give up in making ourselves humble. <laughs> yeah, very good. We don't give up in making our because if we fight with our own right. strength, we're going to get... We're right, gonna, very good. Because so he goes into that a little while later. Um, I'm sorry. No, that's a very good point. Um, because, you so, know, again, you know, you have to say that the point that the guy showed me was... Um, we're oh, like, for instance, in our. I just thought about our marriage. We've been going. We're going on seven years. Right. And you take a suggestion from me more. E you swallow a suggestion more easily. You take it in, and that's being. You, you humble yourself to understand. And I do too. You know. I mean, my actions. Of you know, it's kind of like we. That's humbling ourselves instead of and reacting the old way. You uh -huh. know, why you talk to me like that? Or you know, we give you the benefit. We learn to give each other the benefit of the doubt. Amen. So we're constantly uh, checking ourselves how to react. Are yes. we going to react on what we just read? Right. 
you know, and that's a good point in a marriage because communication is so vital, you know, how we perceive the words that are spoken. So many times that causes couples to go like this and butt heads when it was just the words were spoken a little bit more in grace than we see less of this. Have you ever wanted something so bad, a job, a car, a relationship, and you got on your knees and you and you prayed? That's being humble. Humble yourself. I remember to a point where I was going to AA mm -hmm. and I was being so humble, I didn't know who I was anymore. I was losing the metamorphosis. I was losing my old self and I was gaining a new self. I didn't like the feeling because it felt so vulnerable. It, it felt like... Uh, like a sissy can come in and get a hold of you, or a violent person, or you can go somewhere. But the idea is that God's ultimate, uh, uh, you know, you're dropping your guard. You're dropping your guard, and God rose up. Uh, you started caring for others in the alcohol, you know, uh, recovery program. Movement. And you, that's a very good point because here it talks, we now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars. Okay, we've been given this light and it's okay to, you know, if you want to just, it's like a, you're sharing your testimony, your fragile clay jar with the light inside and it's, it's being spread to those around you who are also fragile, who don't yet believe. So they hear your testimony of light of Jesus and it begins to penetrate into the darkness. Oh, that was good, Anna. Preach it, Pastor Anna. Amen, amen. Yeah, so um, that's a very good point. You know, and we have to make sure, you know, it, it says containing this great treasure. So this is makes it clear that it's our great power is from God, not ourselves. Mm -hmm. See? That's the purpose of staying fragile and on the vulnerability side is that it's um, it's the power of God coming through with the light of Jesus Christ uh, in us that is doing the work, the good work for others, to spread the good news. So others can see the others light Others can see the light, the unbelievers. Okay? Amen. I see that. You do that a lot, babe, with all the, the alcoholic newbies that uh, are coming in. You know, they come in and they're broken, and you just are your light comes out in those meetings, and they are drawn in. But it's the power of Jesus Christ inside of you that's doing that. It's not you. So awesome. Uh, but yeah. Other so, people will praise you, not uh -huh, your own mom, right, but right, other people. And right. after this, make me breakfast. You bet. <laughs> so, um, so I think that is a good point. It said, if the good news we preach is hidden behind a belt, is hidden only from the people who are perishing, okay? Satan, who is the god of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. Okay, that's what you're up against in AA. You're going to get people don't have to surrender to God. Okay, they're unable to see the glorious light of the good news. Okay, they don't understand this message about the glory of Christ. I love this. Who is the exact likeness of God you know you see ministries not prospering because they're not putting the Lord Jesus honoring him and giving him his his place his position in this church it says um, 
Okay. So I think we kind of covered that. Praise the, the Lord. The clay jars were, you know, yeah, were perplexed. Our Father supplies yeah, all our means. riches according to His yeah, riches. Beautiful Lord. Glory Thank in you. Jesus. Okay. Our God supplies all our houses according to His riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Okay. And our God supplies all our, our inheritance of teachings from fathers Amen. according to His Amen. riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let God's history of faithfulness strengthen your present faith. That's Amen. Psalm 44, 1 through 8. It says, Oh God, we have heard it with our own ears. Our ancestors have told us of all that you did in their day. Amen. In days long ago, you drove out the pagan nations by your power and gave all the land to our ancestors. You crushed their enemies and set our ancestors free. They did not conquer the land with their swords. It was not their own strong arm that gave them victory. It was your right hand and strong arm, Lord. Hallelujah. And the blinding light from your face that helped them, for you loved them. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Um, so you are my king and my God. You command victories for Israel. Only by your power can we push back our enemies. Okay? Mm -hmm. Word of God. Declaring God's word. Only in your name can we trample our foes. In the name of Jesus. I do not trust in my bow. I do not count on my sword to save me. You are the one who gives us victory over our enemies. Hallelujah. You disgrace those who hate us. Oh God, we give glory to you all day long and constantly praise your name. What a beautiful psalm. I just want to, I just really, it was, we could say, we could, back, because of the word, we can say, it was your right hand and strong arm, Lord, that eliminated all our debt. And the blinding light from your face that has helped us defeat death, for you love us. Amen? Amen. Okay. Beautiful. Proverbs 22.10-12 to 12 says, Throw out the mocker and fighting goes too. Quarrels and insults will disappear. Whoever loves a pure heart and gracious speech will have the king as a friend. Amen. Whoever loves a pure heart, a pure heart and, gracious speech and gracious speech will have the king. As a friend. Amen. Amen. And yeah. it says, The Lord preserves those with knowledge, but he ruins the plans of the treacherous. Amen. Hallelujah. Now time for breakfast. Wow, we did it, babe. We did our word. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Yay, we did our work, Lord. Woohoo. Can you go woohoo? Woohoo.